Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The periodical cicada that we're talking about is uh the large species is about one and a half inches uh, in length that includes the wing it's got red eyes the body is black and the, the wing veins the major wing veins on the wings are an orangish red color in forests across north america living in the darkness of the soil are thousands of insects then you go out just at sundown and they start crawling out of the ground and when they do this uh, dusk and through the night feeding off roots they've lived their whole lives underground Every 17 years they emerge, slowly scratching their way to the surface. These insects are cicadas. The grass looks like like it's waving and it's the cicadas crawling up the blades of grass. It's silent, you'll hear it was a crawling up some will fall down on the ground but it sounds like raindrops if they're hitting dried leaves for example. The first emergence is going to have a lot of uh, more males and females, and then they sort of even out, and then towards the end, more females than males. And that's pretty good because the first batch that comes up, they give their lives. Cicadas cannot sting or bite. Their only defense is to appear in their millions. Prey descends on the first few to the surface. The sacrifices. They're the ones that are out there getting eaten like crazy those first few days. They give their lives so that other cicadas can survive and reproduce. This is their journey of transformation. That loud sound is the male's mating call. They start calling, and there's one or two in the beginning, and then all of a sudden there'll be thousands in a single tree. Some may not live long enough to find a mate. Some may never make it to the surface. However, at the end of this journey, those insects that do mate will lay their eggs in trees, and then, having fulfilled their life's purpose... The warm summer here and billions of wet from the dew, decaying cicadas does create an incredible smell that you will never forget. As they decompose, those nutrients go down to the soil around the tree. So that it creates a, a nutrient cache for the for the trees for the next 17 years. Those tiny eggs will hatch and tiny insects will then drop to the floor, burrowing into the underground, not to be seen for another 17 years. After hearing that story, it might be hard to understand why many cultures view cicadas as symbols of personal growth, renewal and resurrection. Well, 
This is actually because of their fascinating life cycle. Cicadas have been considered symbols of change and transformation since ancient times. Yet online, they are the symbol of the internet's greatest mystery. You're listening to Archive, the world's hardest puzzle. A podcast from Stack. Episode 2. We want the best. So what is this? This is opening day investigation? Yeah. Opening yeah, the investigation? First of March, 2023. This is it. Lego. Nikki enters the room with a folder full of pages. Grinning to herself quietly, she carefully lays them out in front of her and hands me a copy. Start with... That nice bit of paper on your... Yeah, uh, the big chunky. I'm quite chunky excited one. for this. We've started our journey into Cicada 3301. Those mysterious puzzles aimed at recruiting highly intelligent individuals. To find them, we have devised a test. There is a message hidden in this image. This is a rabbit hole like no other. Ahead of us, there are infinite paths to explore and potentially lose ourselves in. What was the true purpose behind these puzzles? So, let's start from the very beginning with their logo, the recurring image of a cicada. As those puzzles were being cracked and deciphered, that insect kept reappearing. When they start blasting, the loudest I've ever measured was 96 decibels. I have measured the decibels sound of jets flying into Heathrow, and this would drown that out. Chatting to me over a transatlantic call is a man in a smart tweed suit, Gene Kritsky, cicada specialist and fellow of the Entomological Society of America. You heard him at the opening of this episode. His office is filled to the brim with books and cicada-related ornaments. They start calling, and there's one or two in the beginning, and then all of a sudden there'll be thousands in a single tree. We call that a chorusing center. And the sound will get really loud and it drops. Because after a male has sung two or three uh, songs, if he didn't attract a female, he'll fly to another tree somewhere. Uh, it's like a pub. Men go into a pub. <laughs> they they, they want to they, they hook up, okay? And if they don't get if, if that first partial beer didn't help them hook up, they go across the street to the pub that's serving old speckled hand. <laughs> <laughs> A fellow of the Entomological Society of America knows what old speckled hen is. It's a beer, by the way. And he's just explained the mating of cicada insects using a pub analogy. To be honest, I love it. And even better, I understand it. Ending the interview, I find Tommy and begin to rehash it to him. I can tell that he's trying to piece it together. This group and this insect. There's so much like symbolism, like cicadas they spend almost all of their lives underground and their life cycles are like linked to prime numbers yeah they're they're animals or insects of prime numbers because doing that evades predators and the other thing is when cicadas come out from underground they exit their larval stage into that sort of beautiful winged creature and when they're at that point they're looking to attract new mates and they make that buzzing noise. 
and it's a, such a perfect like symbol for the online puzzle because they spend all their lives underground and when they want to attract new members new cicadas they spread out with their wings outstretched like in those puzzles so the puzzle is like a calling much like how cicadas call i feel like i'm going down the tin no, 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 no. after speaking with jean i think i'm starting to understand why they would choose this insect through his anecdotes jean explains how these bugs are known for being resilient evasive and patient these are all things I imagine Cicada 3301 strive to find within their candidates. They were all things they saw within themselves. It's all a part of the bigger picture. Jumping up, I write the three words on the whiteboard. The type of people they are looking for are resilient, evasive and patient. And also intelligent. They were looking for highly intelligent individuals. But what exactly do they mean by that? Considering the stages we spoke about in episode one, it seemed that they were looking for, well, code breakers. Um, right, so I can record. Recording in progress. Thank you, robot lady. Got it. That's making the bricks. So I go round and I talk to teenagers in schools about why maths is good. But it was the teenagers who were talking to me saying, have you heard of this thing called Chicada 3301? They were well into this mystery. James Grime is a public speaker, mathematician and cryptographer. You may recognise his voice. How can we make these tracks or how can we design this brick-making factory? He appears on the YouTube channel Numberphile where he explains mathematical problems to over 4 million subscribers. Now, a cipher works on the level of letters themselves. So it turns one letter into another letter, or a symbol, or a number, something like that. And that has a lot more flexibility. That means we can write any message we want using a cipher. But then there has to be some sort of uh, easy rule so that you can decrypt the message on the other side. Each stage in the Cicada 3301 puzzles revolved around cryptography, unscrambling internet links to progress onwards. What what makes a good cryptographer? I guess it is perseverance. It's trying to approach problems perhaps from a different way, from a different angle. Um, There are things you can learn, uh, but that can be taught. Uh, practice. Uh, there are you know, standard tricks and standard things that if you know them, you can apply them to other situations. So it's a combination of all those things. It's uh, experience and also uh, trying to solve some problems and different points of view always helps. You've shared too much to this point. We want the best, not the followers. Thus, the first few there will receive the prize. Despite wanting only the best, these puzzles required groups to solve them. They gathered across the internet to share their ideas and their expertise. Even though that final 2014 challenge, the Liber Primus, has still not been solved. 
That digital book with cryptic writing is the main reason why this group is still active. In the years since, a community of Cicada 3301 enthusiasts have gathered around the Liber Primus. Known as the Solvers, they're dedicated to finally cracking its contents. Okay, one thing has been bothering me. How do we know if these puzzles all came from the same source? Surely someone could just create a misleading clue or a red herring to confuse people? Cicada 3301 planned for this. Halfway through the first puzzle, they began signing all their messages with a unique key, known as a PGP signature. Think of a PGP signature as a digital version of a real-life signature, but way harder to fake. It confirmed their authenticity and prevented copycats. Wait, I have an idea. So, digital signatures, they're used everywhere today. Who better to talk to than the creator of PGP, Phil Zimmerman? We could spend this entire podcast talking about how digital signatures are used. Released in the early 90s, PGP was a pioneering encryption method for computers. When Cicada 3301 released their puzzles, they used Phil's technology to authenticate their messages. You generate a pair of keys. One of them you publish and the other one you keep secret. And everybody can get your public key from a public key directory or print it on the back of your business cards or you could publish it in the New York Times, you know, (laughs) whatever you choose to, you know, publish your public key. And so other people who want to encrypt a message to you, they use your public key to encrypt it and you use your private key to decrypt it. So do you think the field of cryptography attracts a certain kind of person, like maybe some pride or arrogance? Do you think that's the case? Arrogance is a deadly sin if you're doing cryptography. The Germans were quite arrogant. In World War II, they thought that no one could break Enigma. And of course, somebody put forth the effort to find a way to break it. You know, Alan Turing and his group at Bletchley Park. They broke it, but the Germans never imagined that anyone could. And their arrogance blinded them to that possibility. The Japanese never imagined that the Allies could break uh, the Japanese ciphers you got to be careful not to let yourself fall into that overconfident mindset. I guess it's why it's called pretty good privacy. There's like modesty inbuilt. That's right. That's right. (laughs) If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome again. This isn't the quest for the Holy Grail. We want the best not the followers. Cicada 3301 is a puzzle, an online cryptographic scavenger hunt. The difficulty of each set of puzzles astounded everyone. Not only was it well thought out, but even what may seem like minute details looked like they were given a lot of thought. Music, art, poetry were intertwined in every aspect of the journey. What kind of people were they looking for? All we know is they wanted highly intelligent individuals. Drawing on the cicada insect logo choice, they could have also been looking for people who were resilient, evasive and patient. Why did they want them? Or we could just kind of chat and be and be like, what's kind of the message we think that this group are like getting across with these um, things? Because again, it could be just a block filler, but I think it'd be silly not to look at it. And I think that's one thing that maybe the people in the actual solving group don't really look at. Mm. They kind of just care about the puzzles, which I completely understand. But if we're kind of doing the broader picture, then this might be a good idea to kind of like get a bigger grasp of like what they're actually saying. And why they're choosing these. Exactly, yeah. There comes a point in every year of Cicada 3301 where the public communication stops and we can only assume they communicate directly with those left. Well, in 2020, someone found a leaked email that was allegedly sent from Cicada 3301. The email had a PGP signature dated from 2013. And then basically in 2020, which is insane, like this is what, seven years later? Oh my gosh, yeah. Someone came across uh, 
someone came across a leaked email or an old kind of like um, message that had the same kind of uh, contents as the leaked email from 2012, but with an intact signature dated 2013. Oh, that's amazing. Isn't it? So the first thing is do not share this information. Congratulations. Your testing has finally come to an end. We hope you have enjoyed the vacation. Yeah, American word. Yeah. There are two final steps, although there won't be any hidden codes or secret messages or physical treasure hunts. The first of these is only honesty. We've always been honest with you and we shall continue to be honest with you. And we expect you to be honest with us in return. You have have all all wondered who we are. And so we shall now tell you. We are an international group. We have no name. We have no symbol. We have no membership rosters. We do not have a public website and we do not advertise ourselves. We are a group of individuals who have proven ourselves, much like you have by completing this recruitment contest, and we are drawn together by common beliefs. A careful reading of the texts used in the contest would have revealed some of these beliefs. That tyranny and oppression of any kind must end, that censorship is wrong, and that privacy is an inalienable right. We are not a hacker group, nor are we a Juarez group. We do not engage in illegal activity, nor do our members. You are undoubtedly wondering what it is that we do. We We are are much much like like a think think tank. tank. Our primary focus is on researching and developing techniques to aid the ideas we advocate, liberty, privacy, security. You've undoubtedly heard of a few of our past projects, and if you choose to accept membership, we are happy to have you on board to help with future projects. Please answer the next few questions and send your encrypted responses to the really long email. As Nikki reads this aloud, I'm furiously scribbling on the whiteboard. The group behind these puzzles labels themselves as a think tank. They advocate liberty, privacy, and security. They explicitly clarify that they're not a crime syndicate, a spiritual movement, or a hacker collective. No, they're a research group. It seems like these challenges were devised to find individuals to work on some sort of project. I place my pen down and take a step back. Recruitment. If my friends are going for a job interview and they're like, like they're really smart, but they're like, there's probably people out there that are smarter yeah. than me going for the job. I don't think I'm going to get it. Yeah. I always say, though, I'm like, yeah, but you're really nice. You have a good head on your mm. shoulders. You think well. You're a nice person to work with. You're rational. And I was like, you can be the smartest person in the world, but it's very hard to work with someone who's irrational or hard to work with someone who has mm. ill judgment of the world or whichever. But sometimes when push comes to shove, it isn't always the smartest person who gets the job because you have to have some balance between like with a lot of jobs between your reasoning and your smarts. Mm. And I think that's a big thing here because they probably know that they're dealing with like the most intelligent yeah. people in the planet or the intelligent people on this side of the internet that the odds are a lot of these people are going to have adverse views from what they want yes. and what their mission is. Like a lot of people could get to the end, find out what it is, and they're like, what? Whereas they're finding people who will fit their narrative, hopefully, as well. And keep their secrets. Exactly. Because skills can be taught. 
Exactly. But a personality can never be taught. Exactly. If you're of the right personality and you have the right beliefs, you are well more suited for the for the job. Yeah. Um, I think it's like your yeah. core instinct is this is what it's trying to draw out. What happened to the successful few that made it past the puzzles remains uncertain. Those who claim they succeeded have only shared minimal details, hinting at involvement in privacy software creation. When approached for this podcast, they declined to comment any further. So I'm thinking like, we've, we've trawled through pages and pages of Cicada. We've like looked through it, we've talked about it, we've dissected stuff. Mm. We've got a big board in front of us with so many orange and red lines and dates and all that. I reckon, let's take stock. Art, music, and even a dose of spiritual teachings, Cicada 3301 has it all. And we now know what they stand for. Liberty, privacy, security. With each layer we peel off, I feel like we're slowly getting closer to the core. No, that's... That's it. No, no, no. Thank you so much. This this was really great. On the next episode, I have a message from from Roger, <laughs> obviously like one of the one of the three founders. So um, he apparently is also in contact with somebody who is organized, or in the past at least used to be in contact with somebody who was the organizer of uh, the cicada puzzle. So sorry, he just offered this up. <laughs> is a stack production created by me tommy trelawney and me nikki anderson sound design was by the amazing tom wally temi adebayo was our fantastic assistant producer production support by taylor owen executive production came from charlie morgan luke moore and john teague <laughs>